So, hello, friends, and welcome back today to broadcast number 15. We're halfway done through the 30-day experiment. Uh, that kind of went quicker than expected. Today, I have a, I think, very interesting topic because I've recently gotten more of those questions, of the same question, and that is, how do I light my reaction videos? Uh, what kind of setup do I use? What kind of lights? Um, how do I put them? And why does it look the way it looks? And this response, this um, comes especially as a response to a question from ne to Nelson from America. So Nelson uh, and everyone else, here's my explanation. Um, I will also make a couple of short videos on my WhatsApp status to make it easier for you to actually see it instead of just me explaining it because that's gonna make it a lot uh, easier for you to understand if you see behind the scenes. And actually, since this topic is really interesting, I think I'm also one day gonna make a full video about this. So, first of all, with the entire setup that I'm running for my reaction videos, I want to make it as simple and as easy for me to make those. Because in itself, making videos, there's so many points that create friction. Setting up the camera, finding up a nice, finding a nice setup, and then the editing, and then the uploading, and wherever I can reduce friction, um, I do that. So I will always record in the same position, the same setup, same tripod positioning, same lighting position at the moment, um, to make it as easy as possible for me. It's like the Steve Jobs principle when he wears, when he's been wearing jeans and a black sweater every single day to reduce that friction of deciding on anything. So. My setup consists of a big softbox that's standing right next to me and then another small light in the background. So I only have two lights and then I have a tripod on which I stand my camera and I have a mini tripod on which I stand my microphone and then I have a small and then I just have a with an HDMI cable I run an external monitor that sits here on my desk. So what's important and why I do that um, I usually record when it's dark outside or I black out my windows simply because it makes it way easier for me to have the light under control. If you record with daylight, you can always do that, of course, no problem. The only problem with that is, for example, when it's cloud, when clouds are passing by and it's changing between sun and clouds, um, it's always difficult to control the light and the exposure. So I don't like to shoot in auto modes. I always like to shoot in manual modes. So when I'm setting up uh, the camera like this, I always have the same uh, settings and I have the light under control. It doesn't change anything. This is especially important for white balance. So for example, when you have sun instead of clouds, then the white balance can change and that fucks up the grading. So I don't really like that. So I like it much better if I have controlled light. That's why if I record in the day, I black out the windows. So I have the one main light source, that is the softbox. On some of the reaction videos, you might be able to see the tiny end of the of the softbox um, in the upper left corner somewhere. Because when you see the um, reaction videos, on the, the light is coming from the left side and the softbox is directly standing above my monitor and not facing me directly, but facing towards the camera. I'll show you in the status that makes it easier to understand. But the main reason that I do that is so that the light that's shining on my face uh, comes from the side so that it creates a nice shadow on my left side of the face that makes it more interesting to, to look at and yeah, just overall creates a nicer image. And then what I do, why I turn the softbox not straight into my face, but towards the camera, so away from my face, is so that it doesn't spill the light on my background. 
because I want that to be rather dark so that the focus is on my face. And if I would turn the softbox directly towards me, that would shine on the entire background of my shelf standing there. So I don't want to achieve that. Look at the status on how that looks like from my point of view. And then I position the softbox as high as possible so that you it barely goes out of the frame so that you don't see it in the final video. Um, yeah, which overall is important because that kind of would look weird. But the only thing that you actually see, because I don't have another solution for that, is that you see the stand of the softbox in each of the videos. You might have not noticed it, but if you look in all of the videos, it will look very similar and it stands at the same position. In the background, then, I have another light source, and that is behind my shelf, and it's a little bit of an orange light, a background light. And what's very nice with this is that the softbox itself gives a daylight, white light, and the light behind the shelf is orange, so that it creates this color contrast, which makes it a little bit more interesting to look at. This is why you see in many YouTuber videos, videos of uh, YouTubers, they have like a lot of them have like neon signs in the back of their, um, in the back of their, uh, in their background to make it look more interesting, like in very bluish or other kind of color, so that it gives a little bit of a color difference. So the setup that I'm running here is definitely not ideal. I mean, when you look search about lighting from professional YouTubers, they always use like the Aperture 120D that costs 800 euros. And I freaking don't have the budget for that. Or I, even if I had the budget, I don't want to spend that. Um, I much rather focus on making the most out of easy or simple equipment because I also think that that's the way for most of you it's realistic to do that. So the softbox that I have here literally costs like 30 euros on Amazon. That's it. And the light that I have behind the shelf, it's a LED strip, a 10 meter LED strip that also costs like 35 euros. So it's a very, very budget uh, light setup that I think everybody should be able to afford. Um, yeah, and that's basically how I set that up. Important, as I said, I film everything in manual camera settings and manual white balance. I make it as easy as much uh, as easy as possible for me to set up. And then in the end, this what this also helps with is that I can always use the same color grading on my uh, on my reaction videos. So I literally the color grading on those videos takes me like five seconds. I drag in a adjustment layer that is in my video project file preset. Uh, project file template and then I just have my standard preset for my color grading slap that on and after five seconds I'm done with the color grading for a reaction video and that also simplifies the process very much so uh, now I'm going to record the videos on my status to show you that uh, hope this was helpful I'm probably going to make a video about this if many of you say that's interesting hope this helped until tomorrow